When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, we've been hearing for over a week about evidence of widespread fraud in the U.S. election. The mainstream media insists there is none. The Republicans say they have it. Who's right? What's really incredible is the media keeps talking about there's no evidence of this. I mean, come on, there's witnesses, there's whistleblowers, you know, that's evidence. The big evidence, you know, that really proves fraud about the hundreds of thousands of votes and the flip voting. I mean, you can look at the graph of where you saw Trump, you know, in the early hours of Pennsylvania, about 75% of the vote was in, and suddenly he lost 9,000 votes. Now, how do you do that? If you enjoy Conspiracy Unlimited, why not become a Conspiracy Unlimited Plus member? For just $1.99 per month, you'll gain access to two bonus, exclusive commercial-free episodes per month, plus access to my back catalog of episodes. That's over 350 episodes. To subscribe, just go to conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com and click on Gain Access to Premium Episodes. Again, go to conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com and click on Get access to premium episodes or click on the link in the episode notes. Conspiracy Unlimited Plus for less than $2 per month. Why not sign up today? Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs, here's Richard Serrett. Joel Skousen is here, the editor-publisher of World Affairs Brief, and he'll be discussing the evidence for fraud in the U.S. election. This is something I wrote about in the November issue of my newsletter, Inner Sanctum. If you're a subscriber and you haven't read it, just a reminder, it's waiting for you in your email inbox. If you're not a subscriber, go to strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca, and up at the top, you'll see a, a notification where you can subscribe. You're too late for the November issue, but I'll be putting together the December issue in the next couple of weeks. Again, this is a free monthly newsletter, Inner Sanctum. Subscribe at strangeplanet.ca. 
It's a pretty good newsletter. But I'm pretty new at the newsletter game. I've put out, what, maybe 10 issues. 10 months I've been publishing a newsletter. Then there is the World Affairs Brief. It's fantastic. And Joel Skousen is the editor and publisher. He's a political scientist by training. He speaks multiple foreign languages, which he uses in accessing information here and around the world. He specializes in helping readers understand the hidden agenda of those that secretly control both political parties and the U.S. government. He also has a second career as the chief designer at the Secure Home Design Group, which specializes in helping people design and implement high-security residences and retreats. He's written several books in that field of security architecture, Strategic Relocation, The North American Guide to Safe Places, the Secure Home and How to Implement a High Security Shelter in the Home. Joel was also a fighter pilot for the Marine Corps during the Vietnam War. Hey, Joel, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? Well, it's great to talk to you, Richard. Always a pleasure. Before we get rolling, tell people how they can subscribe to World Affairs Brief. World Affairs Brief is a weekly internet news service I put out uh, with emphasis on what the what's going on behind the scenes with the deep state, uh, especially. And people can email me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com and get a free sample copy of the current issue. So I'd like to begin by having you explain how the media set the table in order to manage expectations and steal the election, beginning with this push for mail-in voting using COVID-19 as an excuse and then suppression polls and telling us that Trump is not going to leave office when he's defeated, these sorts of things. Yes, uh, there are four major things that they pushed on the public weeks in advance of the election without any seeming reason. Number one, that what would happen if Trump failed to accept the results of the election? They put that out there, first of all. Uh, they got more specific, saying Trump will appear to be winning at first. We heard this for weeks, just incredible. How would they know he appears to be winning at first? And then number three, Democrats early vote, uh, vote early more than Republicans, whose ballots wouldn't be counted until the last because of the most recent votes are counted first. Well, you know, they set the rules of that, too. There's no reason why they have to wait uh, and count them last, but they did that. Uh, and number four, that there would be long delays in certain states, which turned out to be all the key swing states. They'll have trouble counting their ballots in big urban areas where Democrats dominate, and they'll need several days to complete. What this all ended up pointing to is that you have an excuse to have um, a big delay and a, and a Biden vote at the end so that you wouldn't notice that they would be inserting hundreds of thousands of votes through fraud at that time. And that's exactly what happened. So they knew this thing was going to happen in advance. The red mirage, they called it. It would appear that Trump would be winning, which he was, into the late hours. He was way ahead, something like 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania. He was up in Wisconsin, Mich Michigan, all the states that he carried in 2016, all the states that he needed to win. And then, surprisingly, or not so surprisingly, they announced a number of these swing states. They were going to suspend counting the vote. So what were they doing in those key hours when they told the observers, the Republican election observers, you might as well leave, we're going to stop counting? What were they doing? Well, they were getting ready to, first of all, calculate how many votes and how many packages of votes they would need to put in there to change the results. And, uh, and you know, they had these pre-printed, um, in fact, it's incredible. They found, uh, you know, there's been these 
packages of two and 300,000 votes that came in that were almost all for Joe Biden, which is statistically impossible, even in, in these areas that they're coming from. Uh, but they've got copies of some of these ballots uh, now, and they're only marked for Biden. There's nobody else on the ballot that's marked, uh, meaning that they had this thing printed up and quickly, you know, get these things uh, with a black dot on the on the Biden side uh, so that it would count as Biden. So it's really clear evidence that there's a massive fraud taking place. There were witnesses for people driving up in vans because even though the Republican poll watchers went home, so to speak, they went outside and some of them parked in the parking lot to see what would be going on during this. And they filmed on their cameras vans driving up, you know, six boxes being toted in, uh, no no security at the door, just walk right in with the boxes, nobody checking them in. So there were ballots being delivered during this time, and that's where the fraud occurred. You mentioned that hundreds of thousands of, of ballots came in, and uh, they were only marked for Biden, meaning there was no down ballot votes. This is something called roll-off, which you expect to see, uh, so let's say people are interested in voting for the president, and then underneath that, they'll select the senator. And then uh, underneath that, they might select the congressman in their district, and then they have maybe the state legislators. And as you go down the ballot, people, I guess, they tend to lose interest or they don't follow it as closely. So you expect to see some roll-off. And with Trump, there was sort of a predictable level of roll-off, but there were still Republicans who were voting for Trump were still voting down ballot. But as you say, with these Biden votes, they all came in only with Biden marked off. There was like a 100% roll-off. Why would they do that and make it look so obvious? Well, it's because they didn't expect these things to be, you know, uh, looked at. Uh, and that's what happened with the subpoena, you know, when the Trump administration went in and got some of the votes to look at. They found, uh, you know, thousands of them that were only marked for Biden. Now, this didn't happen uniformly. You know, this is a very sophisticated level of fraud. Some of them and a good portion of them just marked all Democrats, uh, you know, a straight Democratic ticket, um, you know, to make it look more plausible. But clearly, uh, you know, they didn't want people present. But this happened all over the time. There just too many witnesses, you know, that were outside seeing uh, large amounts of ballots coming in at 3 and 4 and a.m. in the morning when they were supposedly not counting. I want to ask you about the role of uh, these suppression polls. We were told that Biden was up by 17% in Wisconsin. He's up by 20,000. 17%, we were told. Again, just like in 2016, all the polls were wrong. That suppresses the vote, right? Well, it really didn't end up suppressing the vote, if anything. And that's what the Democrats were worried about. It made the Democrats apathetic. And that's why the campaign manager for Biden came and said, no, we're not that far ahead. We're not that far ahead. Everybody come out and vote. I mean, they knew that these were false uh, push polls, uh, but it certainly motivated the Trump people to get out. It wasn't suppressing them at all. I want to ask you about these uh, Dominion voting systems. And there's a Canadian connection. It's a Canadian company. And again, we're finding out deep ties to the Clinton Foundation. Surprise, surprise. Also, Dianne Feinstein, I believe, has a connection. That's right. Um, Financial interest. So what is happening with these Dominion voting systems? We saw one county in Michigan that flipped 6,000 votes from Trump to Biden. How widespread do you think it is? I think it is very widespread. Dominion was also in charge of uh, uh, the 2018 vote in the Dallas area, and um, Allied Security Operations uh, 
got a leak from a, a, an election worker. Now, this is 2018, not 2020, but um, it's very instructive because this was D- Dominion Systems here. And they got a, a breakout of the log, and the log showed very clearly interventions in the Republican areas to skew the vote. And they compared the log with a, a, a clear Democratic county near San Antonio to see what kind of interventions were there. And it was just amazing. There were 1,000, I think, uh, 127 air messages that, and every time they inserted votes that exceed the number of ballots cast, it get, throws an air message. And they had 1,100 air messages saying that you've inserted votes that exceed the number of the ballots. And there were none in the San Antonio County, none whatsoever. And mind you, said, uh, you know, Russell Ramsland, who was the chairman of uh, Allied Security, he said, this could be 100 votes, this could be one vote, this could be 10 votes, this could be 1,000 votes. Every time you insert votes that exceeds the number of ballots cast, it throws an air message. So if the Dominion voting system, and again, this is used to tabulate the votes, and they, the, the media and the, the, the Democrats, are claiming, oh, it's just a software glitch, what is the likelihood that this might turn Michigan to Trump? Well, let me just talk about the issue of a software glitch. Bill Binney addressed this, and I've covered that in the World Affairs Brief, where he said, a software glitch is a mistake that happens in a program, but it happens the same way every time. It doesn't discriminate, it doesn't change its operation. If it's truly a glitch, it still keeps making the same mistake every time you run the program. This is a program that keeps changing, and that has to be programmed in. He says, that's not a glitch. That is a program that has been, and in this Dominion system, you know, several of the voting systems said the day before they came in with a thumb drive and, uh, and altered the voting system, so-called updated it, which is very rare to happen in elections the day before. Uh, in addition, the, uh, in the 2018 forensic analysis security did on the uh, Dominion voting system, they showed that the uh, thumb drive was uh, inserted six times, and none in the Democratic county, but six times a thumb drive was inserted. You can insert code, you can insert names, you can do you know, lots of things. In addition, you know, there is an outflow of votes counted to various, uh, the two primary ones are uh, Decision Desk HQ and AP, which then feeds that to the very media sources of what the count is. But one of those outsources or outflows of information went to an NGK, uh, a Democratic uh, poll watching organization, and it showed that they also had input from NGK into the voting system, not just receiving information, but putting information back in. And uh, that's a violation of the... Uh, so they enumerated, you know, that it's not secure, that in fact this is Internet accessible at all times, the unofficial status, but the official votes come from the unofficial. So if you can skew with the Internet... Um, and by the way, he said, we found on the computer logs, we found, found the login credentials of everyone who had access to the voting, all the election officials, all the poll workers that had access to input the thing, their credentials were right there in plain English. In other words, anybody who had access to this log could get access to these, this voting system through the Internet. 
terrible security, terrible security. Would a forensic audit at this point be required to go in and figure out how many votes were taken from Trump and awarded to Biden using the software for the Dominion voting system? Allied says no. The software is sophisticated enough that once the the fraud takes place, uh, it's untraceable. It's permanent. The only thing you can trace is a mismatch between the number of votes cast and the ballots, which will be there, uh, showing that you know someone has inserted votes in excess of the number of ballots cast. But he said this is very sophisticated, and uh, you can get away with. Uh, that's why a computer recount won't do. A computer recount was going to give you uh, the same result uh, as before, and Biden's going to win. What you want is a hand recount, which is very expensive, we know, a hand recount that compares every vote because there's a barcode with the registration to make sure. And as one of the um, inputs to the Wall Street Journal said, in the Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin vote, they would have had to come up with 900 thousand same-day registrations to match the number of excess votes that uh, came up in that that election. In other words, uh, that exceeded the numbers of normal registrations on on election day. They would have had to have 900,000 more registered voters to account for all the ballots. All right. Next up, I want to ask you about Operation Scorecard. What is it? How does it work? Well, nobody knows, including uh, Lieutenant General McInerney, uh, who is retired. Uh, he retired back in the 90s. Uh, but he apparently knew about that and uh, through access. But, uh, you know, he claimed that the Operation Scorecard, which was designed and written to intervene in elections around the world, that has been turned domestically. But he said that it was designed to keep Biden ahead by 3%, and that's not how this worked in this fraud in this election. So I don't think that the general, even though he's a good patriot and knows about, I mean, the mere fact that he knows about an operation hammer and scorecard, which are used to manipulate the election is sufficient. But uh, I don't think as a non-computer person that he would have known or what he was told is not, in fact, how it was operational. I think that they continue to uh, manipulate and uh, and work through the software to manipulate an election uh, and do it in real time. So even though he has, you know, direct information has testified that there are these two operations that are used against uh, in the United States, which is vote interference, um, I don't think he's correct in terms of the way that it operates. Joel Skousen, the editor-publisher of World Affairs Brief, with me here on Conspiracy Unlimited. Joel, again, how do we subscribe? People can email, uh, go to the website, which is worldaffairsbrief.com, and it'll give you a summary of Friday's brief. So the brief comes out every Friday, and it tells you at the end of that paragraph and summary that you can email me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com in order to receive the current issue. Um, I'm hearing a lot about something called Benford's Law right now, where mathematicians or analysts are looking at vote totals Uh, that perhaps were inserted, and they're saying that there's something fishy about this. Apparently, this can be used by forensic accountants when they're looking for fraud in tax filings and so forth. Uh, Do you know much about Benford's Law? Well, I've read up on it, and basically it says that uh, 
uh, if you take all the first digits from one to ten, each one of them should appear in random, you know, accounts uh, as eleven percent of the account. But it isn't true. Benford's law is a logarithmic account that shows that ones occur far more frequently than twos and then threes and then fours all the way down to nines occur. In other words, the numbers start with one are much more frequent than the other numbers. And so you can use that analysis they claim to uh, show that someone has, uh, has interfered in the election. And um, I think there is some validity to that kind of analysis. I don't think it's as good as what Allied Security did with him. You know, looking at the actual logs and showing uh, intervention in the voting system—that's that's the real smoking gun. Let's talk so about. I don't think it's. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I just don't think that Benford's law is going to be definitive enough uh, to prove uh, the government's case. Back to more of my conversation with Joel Skousen when Conspiracy Unlimited returns. America, we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Let's get Colleen Ferguson here. She's the manager of our full script dispensary at strangeplanet.ca. Hey, Colleen, how are you? I'm wonderful, Richard. How are you? Terrific, thank you. But we're heading into cold and flu season. What do we have at full script to help people support their respiratory health? We have a product called ViraCare. It's, it's by a manufacturer called Patient One. And this product is designed to be used when you feel a cold coming on. So it's not a daily support, but it's something you want to have available in your cabinet when you start to feel not your best. You take a concentrated dose over an initial 12-hour period, and then the next day you take a smaller dose, but it's to knock out anything that might be trying to you know, attack your immune system and to give it a big boost. Fantastic. ViraCare to support your respiratory health. Go to strangeplanet.ca, click on the full script dispensary button. There's a 10% discount on all the products there and free delivery on all orders over $50. Thanks again, Colleen. Thank you, Richard. Take care. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure. If you have a medical concern, please consult your healthcare provider. In another reality, Richard is a very strong and handsome man. Just not in our reality. Although I heard somebody passing him in the hall the other day, and it was, what, what a handsome man Richard is. I made that up. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. Joel Skousen, the editor-publisher of World Affairs Brief, is here, and we're discussing U.S. election fraud. Let's talk about what's happening in Pennsylvania. So there's something called Act 77, which the state legislator and the governor, Governor Wolf, a Democratic governor, signed into law April 2019. This would allow for mail-in voting. It went to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, a very liberal court. They didn't strike it down. They amended it. So tell me about what they did, the Supreme Court, and why this may be kind of a linchpin for turning Pennsylvania to Trump. Well... 
they amended it to uh, allow an, ex- uh, an extension for votes uh, received and counted. And that goes against Pennsylvania state law and uh, the act that you talk about. So it's, it's, the court can't do that. It cannot legislate from the bench. Um, and so that's going to be ruled. And, uh, you know, the Trump administration is appealing that to the Supreme Court to rule that illegal, and that's going to win on that. You know, there's an awful lot of uh, firsthand witnesses to things. Uh, there's vote fraud writ, writ large and small. The small, <laughs> what's really incredible to me, Richard, is the media keeps talking about, keeps making this, there's no evidence of this. I mean, come on. There's at least small evidence that you can, you know, there's witnesses, there's whistleblowers, you know, that's evidence. The big evidence, you know, that really proves fraud about the hundreds of thousands of votes and the flip voting. I mean, you could look at the graph where you saw Trump, uh, you know, in the early days of Pennsylvania, or early hours of Pennsylvania. It wasn't the early, about 75% of the vote was in. And suddenly he lost 9,000 votes. Now, how do you do that? And right. then you have, later on, about three hours a night, uh, Biden, you know, uh, gains 27,000 votes just immediately, and Trump has nothing right there. How does that happen? That's what statisticians are looking at to show that something happened. And the, and the logs, and that's why if the Trump team is smart, they're going to subpoena the logs, the election computer logs, to show what was the input that gave Biden 27,000. What was the input that took away 9,000 votes for, uh, for Donald Trump? Right. Now, in the, in, in the Allied Security analysis, by the way, they went through what happened to Governor Bevin of Kentucky, which is where you saw in real life, and they, they went frame by frame in CNN, which is being fed this information from the AP, and in one fell swoop, uh, Bashir's governor-elect, uh, not elect, but candidate Bashir was, was up 506 votes at the same instant that 506 votes were taken away from Matt Bevin. And that showed absolute proof of vote flipping right there on the screen. Hmm. Um, I just want to circle back to Pennsylvania for a moment, because one of the things I'm wondering about is that that uh, Supreme Court Justice Sam Samuel Alito has has told yeah. Pennsylvania they have to separate the ballots that were received after November 3rd, keep them in a separate pile, don't include them in the tally. Um, maybe that he's tipping his hand that they will be ruled invalid. The, the question I have is, though, haven't the ballots been separated from their envelopes? And aren't the envelopes the things that are stamped? Yes, that's true. The envelopes are stamped with the uh, with a postmark. And, of course, the Trump administration has affidavits from postal clerks backdating it to November 3rd so that it doesn't show November 4th. But, yes, if you separate them from the envelope, then there's no way to prove uh, that they haven't been. But... Uh, there are several poll watchers that said that they did processing ballots received uh, after November 3rd. So they, they are in violation of Alito's orders. So let's let's talk about possible outcomes and possible paths to victory. Uh, as of the recording of this um, interview, uh, Trump has recently been awarded Alaska, three electoral college votes. He's won North Carolina. That's 15, 18. He's at 232. Um Let's let's talk first about Michigan, where we talked about the the Dominion voting uh, system shenanigans and so forth. Do you see any possibility he could uh, he could be awarded Michigan with a with a recount or with some sort of a court action? Well, that's the big question in um, 
you know, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, um, those that have been called for Biden, um, have got to have a manual recount. And I'm, I'm just kind of doubtful if the court's going to do that. Um, if I think their easy solution, especially for somebody like John Roberts, who's a controlled entity by the deep state, uh, the easy solution is to just to mandate a recount, uh, a computer recount, and that's not going to do the trick. It's got to be a manual recount to check ballots against registration. That's where you're going to see the fraud. Because in Wisconsin, apparently they updated, uh, and they had, not, they had to have had 900 same-day registrations in order to match the numbers of ballots cast. 900,000, uh, right. Yeah, and uh, 900,000 same-day registrations, it's just going to be impossible to show. I mean, when you go and look at the actual records, you're going to see, and you follow up, if they do a court thing and say, did you actually register? No, I did not. You're going to find fraud. But I don't think the courts are going to do that. That's why I'm still pessimistic that... Uh, uh, you know, I think that the courts are going to see that there is fraud. There's no way that they can't uh, see that from what the, the evidence that Sidney Powell, um, Trump's top attorney, is, is presenting. Uh, I think they're just going to mandate a recount rather than invalidate the election. Arizona. Are there enough votes left? I think there's about 40,000, 50,000 votes left. Trump is down by less than 14,000. Are there enough votes coming in from deep red counties to flip Arizona? It's still possible that he could win Arizona. Uh, yeah, he's, he's clearly within 1% and uh, uh, could do that. But, you know, it's, uh, they've had a lot of shenanigans in, in Arizona, too, so I wouldn't be surprised. That, uh, now they're, they're having to be very careful now that everybody's up on vote fraud. Uh, uh, they're watching it closely. They may not be able to slip in any, uh, in any of the votes, but... Uh, it is possible that Arizona could go for Trump. Now, but there's still, he's yeah. still got to get back Michigan and Wisconsin in order to win. Right. Well, That's there's right. also Georgia, yeah. which is, I think it's what, about 12,000, 14,000 votes. There's also talk about a lot of ballots, something like 132,000 ballots in Fulton County alone have been red flagged, something to do with the address not matching the voter registration. registration. Right. Yeah, that's right. So they've ordered, yeah, a, they've ordered that, a, a hand count. Yeah, that's way, way too many to be just uh, people moving, you know, way, way too many. Um, so uh, I think there's a real chance that Fulton County is a liberal county, and uh, that's where a lot of vote fraud is taking place. You know, they had vote fraud, which uh, impacted um, Sonny Perdue's uh, senatorial election, too. Yes. They were going after both Trump and Sonny Perdue. Uh, his real name is David Purdue, but um, they really got to, uh, they really want that Senate, and at least they want to be within one vote so they can get their predictable rhino Republicans to switch Democratic and get things through. Because if the Senate stays strongly in Republican hands, uh, even with Biden as president, they can't get through the Senate. Right, right. He won't be able to appoint any uh, radical cabinet positions right. like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders as labor or... Or make they, two more states, you know, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. They won't be able to get that through. Right. If they get down to one vote, they can probably get through yes. some of this stuff. So Georgia's still a possibility then, would you say? Yes, very definitely. And Arizona. And then it would require the Supreme Court to invalidate the election in Pennsylvania, which is a possibility, but there's still 10 short, I think, by my reckoning. Actually, they only need to get to 269, and then it would kick back to the uh, the House where the Republicans could win. That could mean a state like Nevada. What's happening in, in Nevada? 
Well, it's very close there uh, as well. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very crooked state, as you know. Nevada, with its gambling control and Democratic control, is, um, I'm sure has been uh, stealing votes from Trump as well. Senator Lindsey Graham said that if the, re- if the Republicans don't win this time around, they may never elect a Republican president again. What are your thoughts? Is Graham right? Yeah, that's what I've been saying in the World Affairs Brief. If we lose this election through fraud, we'll never win another election again. Um, look, they're just going to get more and more sophisticated at computer fraud. And the more you get mail-in balloting, and that's the trend still, uh, the more they can do that. Uh, but, you know, they can tweak these things even at the, at the tabulation end as well. They just have to worry about the manual recount if you tweak it by computer and you don't have the physical ballots in there. Give it to us straight, Joel. What are the odds of Trump prevailing? The odds, I believe, are 90 to 10 against Trump that he won't prevail. I think there's only a 10% chance that uh, this fraud will be sufficiently acknowledged by the courts to get a hand recount, and only a hand recount will show fraud, not a computer recount. All right. Well, not good news for uh, Republicans. Uh, Tell us one more time how we can subscribe to World Affairs Brief. Everyone can go to the World Affairs Brief website where we cover crucial issues in the news, but uh, also give a summary of the current brief, which came out last Friday. And you get that sample by emailing me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com. Joel, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Okay, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'll be back in a few moments to share a few details about an upcoming episode. What can I say about ESS-60 I haven't already said? It's a miracle in a bottle. ESS-60 is pure carbon-60. And carbon-60 is a miracle molecule that earned its discoverers a Nobel Prize in chemistry. I've been taking a tablespoon of ESS-60 for my friends at C60 Evo every morning for nearly a year. What a difference it's made in my life. It delivers better health, mental clarity, and immune support. I'm pain-free, energized, and I'm sleeping better than I have in decades. ESS-60 from C60 Evo is a powerful antioxidant, 172 times more powerful than vitamin C. It's a known antiviral, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory remedy that really works. And now you can experience C60 Evo's new Advanced Facial Serum the groundbreaking new anti-aging formula that incorporates ESS-60 plus 21 organic, natural, and vegan ingredients. This luxuriant formulation is specifically blended to soften and heal your skin. Put it on at night, enjoy the subtle rosemary essence, and awaken to noticeably softer skin. To get your ESS-60 and C60's new advanced facial serum, go to episode notes for this podcast and click on the C60 Evo link. And don't forget to use the code RS1SPEC, RS1SPEC, for 5% off. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure. If you have a medical concern, please consult your healthcare provider. Coming up next time, the return of Hollywood psychic medium Sloane Bella. Sloane opens up about the recent death of her young son. 
but I would say that Keith's death has given me the freedom to see the world differently. So I'm very grateful for that. I now have a different kind of relationship with my son. I have a relationship on the other side. Until then, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. <laughs> <laughs>